0: Exodus chapter six, verse 28 onwards. And it came to pass on that on the day that the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, that the Lord spoke to Moses saying, "I am the Lord. Speak to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I say to you." But Moses said before the Lord, "Behold, I am of uncircumcised lips, and how shall Pharaoh heed me? I'm going to read one more time. 28 29 and 30 and it came to pass on the day the lord spoke to moses in the land of egypt that the lord spoke to moses saying i am the lord speak to pharaoh king of egypt all that i say to you but moses said before the lord behold i am of uncircumcised lips and how shall pharaoh heed me chapter 7 verse 1 onwards So the Lord said to Moses, see, I have made you as God to Pharaoh and Aaron, your brother shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you and Aaron, your brother shall tell Pharaoh to send the children of Israel out of his land. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh will not heed you so that I may lay my hand on Egypt and bring my armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. Then Moses and Aaron did so, just as the Lord commanded them, so they did. And Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 years old when they spoke to Pharaoh. I will continue as the Lord leads, but for now for now we are going to just stick with these a few verses that the spirit of the Lord has brought to us. God's plan for his people, God's call upon his people, God's work for his people and God's work through his people. May God help us to understand what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts at this hour. God's work among his people, for his people, through his people. God specifically anoints Moses for a specific task. He comes and he tells Moses, Moses, look, I'm going to be with you and i will give you exactly what you need to speak and god the almighty god says i'm going to place you above pharaoh and god says this is how pharaoh is going to be and this is the process the end is going to be victory moses got very clear instruction from god saying that there is a process God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. There are times when God will do things like this. There are times when God will do things like this. Whatever path God leads us through, we should be willing to go through that path in order to see the glory of God fall upon his people. When you look at King Hezekiah's story, Sennacherib, what God did. When you look at the Assyrians, what God did. When you look at what God did through Deborah, Barak, we see different types of battles in the Bible. You see how God brought the walls of Jericho down. God caused his people to inherit that which he had for them like this. And there are times when God will take them like this. The Spirit of God is speaking their hearts at this hour. There are different paths that God has for different types of work that God wants to accomplish in order for God's glory to be revealed. There are different paths that God has ordained in order for God's work to be accomplished. The highlight is God's work to be accomplished. In order for God's glory to be revealed in the process, those who partake of God's plan will be blessed in the process. So our focus has to be God's work and God's glory, not ourselves. Those who fix their eyes on God, His work, and His glory are the ones who will be blessed in the process. If we keep our eyes on the process, we will not receive the blessing that comes from the promise that God has given, because we'll be fighting against the plan of God. We'll be fighting against the path of God. We'll be fighting against the glory of God. God is speaking to our hearts and soul. Don't tell God how God needs to do what he should do. Don't tell God that this is how I want it to be done. You can tell God what you want, but don't tell him, this is how I want it to be done. And when God calls you to do something, don't give excuses because he will find someone else. If Moses would have taken the challenge, I encourage you to read the previous verses on your own. If Moses would have taken the job that God gave him, when God gave him, the way God gave him, then Aaron wouldn't have been in the picture like how you see him. And there wouldn't have been a golden calf and the judgment of God that came through aaron 's fault that came through the children of Israel as opposed to the original plan of God. we see any time when people deviate from the perfect will of God and go with the secondary plan of God because they really pushed for it. the perfect will of God, which contains a blessing, will be removed from their lives and then the will of God that God says, okay, I'll make a way for you this, is what you want, I'll give it to you, will come to us, but it will always have something to it. A snare to it. You know why? God doesn't give the snare. We ensnare ourselves by pushing and asking for something that is not good for us. God called Moses. Is God over Pharaoh? God was with Moses. The mouth Of God was with Moses. The Spirit of God was upon Moses. Now, Aaron was Moses' prophet, but Moses was about Aaron. He was the prophet of prophets during his lifetime. Such was his call that he did not realize the call of God that came to him to make him what God wanted him to be. All of a sudden he said, Lord, I'm not capable and I can't do this. And Lord, please send somebody and please send Aaron and please give this job to someone else. And this is too much for me. And God did give it to someone. But was it a blessing in the long run? No. When God calls us to do something, he knows it all. When God drops a person for something, doesn't he know whether you're capable or whether you can? He knows it all. But it's the small-mindedness, and many times Satan will want to see how he can just deviate from the, how he can cause a person to deviate from the perfect plan of God and bring that snare. Now, you look at what happened with Aaron and with the golden calf and with the people of Israel. Devastation. Very different uh, when Moses was there. The man who was called by God, who really carried the anointing of God. Aaron is there. He was called by God because Moses asked for God to bring Aaron into the picture. Aaron doesn't have the character that Moses had. As long as Moses was there, people followed the Lord. There's no trace of idolatry there and there's no asking for idols there. Moses was God's representative on earth, and people knew that very well. Not so with Aaron. People knew the difference when Aaron was there and Moses was there. Aaron did not have the character to say no. Aaron did not have the zeal of God to say no to idolatry. Aaron caved into the pressure that came from the people because Aaron didn't have what it Takes a person whom God has called to be the leader to really fill in that sh- the shoes that Moses left when he went to Mount Sinai. Moses has gone to talk to God for the people to receive something important. Instead of having the whole people in prayer, what did Aaron do? Instead of leading the people into A commitment with God, preparing them so that when Moses comes back, they'll be ready to receive what God had. The whole spirit of the people were influenced by the demonic spirit. As soon as Moses left, evil spirits just came. And it came through the people. And it came to Aaron. Aaron didn't have what Moses had. Aaron didn't have not only the anointing of God, but basic integrity. To tell the people that God is the Lord. The very commandment that God is giving to Moses over there. And on Sinai said, you shall have no other gods bef- before me. Satan is just coming there and putting a challenge over here. The very people that God brought out of the land of Egypt. When Moses and Aaron saw the miracles and now Moses has gone, he's gone to receive something from God. Aaron didn't have the character to say, wait, it takes longer, wait. Aaron didn't have the character to stay there in the presence of God down on earth while Moses was there. To hold the people there in the presence of God, he didn't. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The Spirit of God who's moving in a midst is moving in a very significant way. When the Spirit of God, for a moment, for a moment, for a duration of time, because the time of testing, Moses was gone for 40 days and 40 nights. God knew that. God knew he was going to keep Moses up there. Moses didn't know. God knew Moses didn't know what the people were going to do, and God didn't expect the people to go crazy like that, give room to Satan after seeing so much. The wrath of God was kindled against the people. God said, Moses, go and see what these people are doing. And Moses was also very upset. And the very reason that he broke the tablets, and he saw all those things happening, was because it happened in the first place. But if Aaron would have stood up. If Aaron would have had that integrity, if Aaron would have had that consecration to God, if Aaron would have influenced the people through the spirit of God, like how Moses was doing, and there wouldn't have been any room for any of these things. May God speak to our hearts today. God is asking you this question this night. In what way do you represent God Almighty in your home? In what way do you represent God Almighty in your home? To what extent do you compromise? To what extent do you give yourself over to the enemy? When people through family, when Satan through family, I should say, when people through Satan come to you and try to put pressure, do you have the character to say no when you have to say no? Do you have the character to direct them to God? Do you have the correct character to be in the presence of God and to lead those who come aggressively, who come and ask you for that which is not pleasing to God? Do you have the character to lead them to God? God is speaking to our hearts today. You see, there are times God will do certain things. It's a test. There are certain things that will happen in a certain way. It's a test. It's a test from the hand of the living God. It's a test during a particular season to see how we will be when God moves a certain way. Whether Moses is there, whether Moses is not there, whether Moses is with the Lord and God is holding him back, just like Prophet Samuel and King Saul. There was this delay that took place when God held Samuel back. There was this test that took place for Saul. It determined whether he was going to be the king or he was not going to be the king anymore in God's sight. He had his throne for some season after that. But before God it was over. God is speaking to hearts today. Be true to what God has given into your hands now as it came to pass on the day the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt that the Lord spoke to Moses saying this is what he said I am the Lord speak to Pharaoh king of Egypt all that I say to you Moses said before the Lord behold I am of uncircumcised lips and how shall Pharaoh heed me You think God doesn't know this God doesn't know what lips Moses has and What kind of a man that he is sending him to? God knows everything. When you don't see the way God sees, when you don't obey God in all things, then you create a disaster for yourself where you open the door for the devil to work full time in different ways that you may not know. A lot of times you won't see it right away, but it'll come after some time. Whatever God tells you to do, don't have excuses in your life. Whatever God tells you to do, do it with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Whatever God has called you to do, know that he's wiser than you. Whatever God has called you to do, know that he who has called you is faithful. And if you're faithful in what he has called you to do, he will give you the grace and the power supernaturally to accomplish all that God has called you to do. Now, you see, mistake number one here, verse 30 so the lord said to moses chapter 7 verse 1 see i have made you as god to pharaoh and god is telling moses moses pharaoh can be the king over the land of egypt but you know what a servant of god is higher than any king a true servant of god who bears the anointing of god is higher than any king any ruler of the land and god says moses i've made you i've made you as god to Pharaoh. Very important. God has made Moses like God to Pharaoh. That means he's representing God on earth. That's how much power God has given to Moses during that time. So God who saw him at the burning bush, who made a contract with him, he had invested his power into Moses. He's not sending Moses without any power. He gave all the power that Moses needed to be above Pharaoh. God calls you to do something. Know that. It's not that he will. He has provided what you need in order to accomplish that which God has called you to So at that point, when we don't make use of what God has given by expressing unbelief, What do we do? We actually forfeit that which God has for us to do. And then plan B comes into play. Now you see, with all of that, God is so patient. God is so loving. God is so kind because God knew Moses will do that which God called him to do. But Moses also is not ready to do the way God had called him to because of Moses' will at that point. Because of that, Aaron comes into the picture. So He have made you as God to Pharaoh. And Aaron, your brother, shall be your prophet. So God calls. God anoints. God equips. God gives everything we need before he sends us out. Before he gives something into our hands, he gives us what we need in order to fulfill that When we don't have that understanding or fill ourselves with unbelief, then we will give room to the enemy who's looking to see how he can take away that which God has given. When we do that which God has called us to do, then what happens is God will bless us. We will get blessed in the process. And the blessing that needs to come to us will be robbed by the enemy. Now, let's go to verse 2. Now, there's a plan B that has come into play. You shall speak all that I command you. And Aaron, your brother, shall tell Pharaoh to send the children of Israel out of his land. This was originally given to Moses, but Moses brought someone else in the picture. Now the job is divided between Moses and Aaron. If Moses would have done everything by himself, then the speaking part to doing part, everything would have been Moses's job. And God would have blessed him all the more for that. And Aaron wouldn't have been there as a snare, but this is how it happened. And God says there, okay, I'm going to tell you everything, Moses, you tell whatever I tell you to Aaron and Aaron is going to go the talk, go and do the talking job and, and you do the miracle jobs job. And then, I will take care of Pharaoh. Now, he also, God also knew the heart of Pharaoh. And so he says, this is how Pharaoh is. Then Pharaoh is not going to let the people go. And because of who he is, he says, I'm going to let Pharaoh go in his own way. And that's where God says here, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. Which is, we see another scripture where God says that Pharaoh hardened his heart. What he wanted to do, God allowed Pharaoh to do. God gave him over, not just allowing, but he gave him over to what Pharaoh wanted to do. That means if Pharaoh said, this is what I'm going to do, whatever demon was making him do, what he wanted to do, it just took full, fully, full control over Pharaoh, came with full force upon Pharaoh to really toughen himself against the living God, against Moses, against the people of Israel. And God says, this is how it's going to happen, because this is how this guy is. And it is going to take many, many, you know, multiple wonders and signs before this guy is going to let the people go. So God is saying, this is how it's going to happen. But Pharaoh will not heed you so that I may lay my hand on Egypt and bring my armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments and this is how Pharaoh will do. This is how the spirit of Pharaoh will work. And this is how I will work. But the end result is the people of God will be delivered from the hands of Pharaoh. They will leave Egypt and they will go to the promised land. There's a promise that God gives and he actually tells Moses, this is how it's going to be. Then Moses and Aaron did so just as the Lord commanded them, so they did. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron, 83 years old when they spoke to Pharaoh. Now you see a partnership here between Moses and Aaron. Again, I want to say this was not the original plan of God. And this is something that God went along with Moses' request and he gave it. Moses insisted. God said, okay, have it. We need to get the job done. So the plan of God is proceeding forward. Through Moses, with Moses carrying the the power of God, and Aaron doing the talking job. The main person is Moses here, who actually carries the power of God. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Show a miracle for yourselves, then you shall say to Aaron, Take a rod and cast it before Pharaoh and let it become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh and they did so just as the Lord commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants and it became a serpent. But Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers. So the magicians of Egypt, they also did in like manner with their enchantments. But every man threw his rod, threw down his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods, and Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed them as the Lord had said. Now we see here in the scriptures that God is speaking to Moses and Aaron, and we see verse nine, Pharaoh, when he talks to you, this is what you should do. And and when You go there. You need to say this. You need to do this. God is preparing Moses and Aaron because there's this partnership that has begun. And God says, this is what you're going to do. So whatever is happening is happening through Moses by Aaron, who is there to execute God's plan that God is giving to Moses. And Moses brings it to Aaron. And they go together as a team and they begin doing the will of God. One carries the anointing. The other one is more like the messenger who receives and who dispatches. Even though Aaron was called to be a prophet to Moses, that means whatever Moses says, Aaron is Moses' mouthpiece. The prophet of God is mouthpiece of God. That means they're God's mouth. Whatever God says, they speak that out. Being a prophet to Moses is whatever Moses speaks, Aaron will speak that out. And so we see here that God began this work in the lives of Moses and Aaron and in the children of Israel. I'm going to stop right here as the Holy Spirit wants me to. The emphasis here that, the spirit of God is bringing to us this night is, whatever job that God gives you to do. Understand that it is connected with the glory of God, and it's the grace of God that comes to you to equip you to do that which God has called you to. Whether you're a mother, whether you're a your father, whether you are um, a husband, a wife, a child, a, a co-worker, or a student, whatever your role is. You can have multiple roles, whatever God has called you to do, or you've been given a work or anything, you know, in God's house or whatever it is, or you go, God has called you to give tracts or go and give your testimony somewhere, whatever it may be. Understand that. You need to know the seriousness of it, that it is connected to God's plan in accomplishing God's purposes which will bring the glory of God down to where it needs to be brought down. If that goal is accomplished, if you work towards that goal being accomplished by doing whatever God has called you to do, then you will be blessed in the process. This is the promise that God is giving to us. God will bless you in the process of you being a blessing in God's glorious kingdom. Where the plan of God that God has for his kingdom, and he has placed you there in whatever way God has placed you there to be a partaker of God's great work, to be a participant or an active participant, and also a partaker of whatever God gives to you. When you are faithful in that, You will be blessed in the process. Anything it may be. If you're not faithful in that, then you will forfeit that which God has given to you. That's one thing. And also being unfaithful while God has given you something to do will not only cause you to forfeit, but it will cause you to inherit God's judgment. We have to understand that. Moses was not unfaithful to God. Moses was faithful in all of his household he is very faithful to God what happened in the beginning he gave room to fear he gave room to the spirit that made him feel overwhelmed he made room instead of making room for faith he gave room more room for anxiety and fear to come how can I do this? I don't think I can speak and I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can handle this. I don't think it's for me. And you know, I know God is calling me to do these things. And even though God says that, you know, he can do all these things through me or he wants me to do these things. I don't think I can do these things. And, and so God, why don't you call someone else? Why don't you have someone else do this? What happened in Moses's case? he was not unfaithful but when the unbelief is allowed to come in what is demonic spirit what do you think demonic spirits do according to god's word they come to steal kill and destroy anything we do for god understand our labor is not in vain god who sees our labor who has called us to go labor with him will reward us in everything that he's called us to do for him. So when something God has called us to do. And according to what he has given us the grace for us to do that. That reward is attached to the call of God. The enemy comes and says, oh, this is too much, and you can't do it, and, you know, what, how are you going to speak, and how are you going to go before Pharaoh, and how are you going to do this, and this is too much, and, you know, why don't he do it, why don't she do it, why don't they do it, and all those things come. What happened at that point? Whatever reward that was attached to Moses in doing, Aaron's share was taken away from Moses. By who? Not by God. By fear. By anxiety. What what was that? What was fear? Fear is the spirit. What's anxiety is the spirit. Whatever came to make him feel overwhelmed, robbed that which God had for him. Because he allowed it to get to him. Who called him? God called him. Who said you can do it? God said you can do it. Who called him? Because he knew that God would give him the grace and strength to do it. God called him to do that. See, the grace of God comes to all those who exercise faith in God and say, I'm not looking to put this burden on my spouse. I'm not going to look to put this burden on my parents. I'm not going to look to put this burden on my kids. I'm not going to look to put what God has given for me. It is for me to handle. When we have the character that God is looking for. When we say, whatever God gives into my hands, Lord, I will do it with all my heart and with all my might, with excellence unto God Almighty, with joy and with cheerfulness, even when it costs us, because true work will cost us. If it doesn't cost us, then we're not working at that point. We're not serving God at that point. Any role God has given to us, it will cost us. That's when we will be rewarded. If it doesn't cost us, and if we just, you know, Say, well, I can handle it. It doesn't cost me. Then we don't need any reward for that. There's very minimal for that. But when it costs us, that's when the reward is really great. And so when God gives us something, when we express faith in him, we receive supernatural power. We receive supernatural strength. Yes, we need to go and stand before Pharaoh. Yes, you have to go into that palace. But... Then he say, Moses, I made you ask God to Pharaoh. And that's how Moses was able to go because after a certain way, he said, okay, I will do it, Lord. And he became Moses, the friend of God, prophet of God, who brought the law of God to the people of God. Who really bore with those stiff-necked people for 40 years. God is speaking to our hearts. How Moses changed and how Moses became such a man of faith. But there are certain things we can do in our lives. that can lead us to forfeit the blessings that God has for us. This month of February, God is speaking to our hearts today. Every single one of you here know this. Whatever God has given to you, whether it's your job, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your kids, don't try to make it all about yourself. And a lot of times people will say, oh, why should I do this all the time? Why should I be the one to do this all the time? Why can he do? Why can she do? Why should I? If you believe in the scripture that says that, God sees everything that you do. And whatever you do, do it unto the Lord because your reward comes from him. Whatever you do, even it's changing a diaper and cooking for your family. And you feel like you're doing 90% or even 99% of the job. You know this. That means you're taking 99% of the reward. God is giving it to you. So that you can prosper. Because his grace is sufficient for you. But it's when people come. You know, a lot of times the American mentality, you know, which has gone all over the world. Unfortunately. That you do 50, I do 50. And, and if you don't do this, I won't do this. And if you will do this, then I will do this. And they try to make it like a nice thing, partnership. Yes, it can lessen the load. But let me tell you, it'll make you weak in your character. Anytime we try to tell the other person, you do it, you do it, you do it. Then it'll make you weak in your character. How are you going to expect? How are you going to get strong? How is your faith going to grow? How is your character going to be formed? How are you going to become everything that God wants you to be? How are you going to become a general in the kingdom of God if you're a weakling now? This is where the spirit of God says, don't be a steward. That says, oh, God, I'll do what I can do. But when you stretched me, I can't handle it. Well, let Aaron do this. Well, God will find an errand. God will give it. But you know what? Your reward will be taken away from you. You can have some relief. But the reward will be gone. Always remember this, Esau and Jacob. There will always be someone who will be there to take your crown. There will always be someone who will be there that God will send because his work has to be done. There will always be someone Who will replace you? Always remember that. In whatever God has called you to do. It may look like a small thing. But in this month of February, God is speaking at this hour. Take every responsibility God has given to you very seriously. And say, Lord, I will do it. Because unto you, with faith that. You have given me what I need to have in order to fulfill that which you've called me to do. Whatever God is calling you to do, do it with all your heart. Whatever God is calling you to do, do it without complaining. Whatever God has called you to do, do it cheerfully, not just without complaining, cheerfully. Whatever God has called you to do, do it as unto God, knowing that every time you do something, it's a sweet aroma to God Almighty. and God will reward you. God will reward you. When you do that which God has called you to do, God will reward you. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour now. This doesn't mean that when you feel physically exhausted or when you feel physically weak, that you should never ask help from anyone. That's not what God is saying. What God has called you to do, you do. Don't tell God, Lord, this is too much for me. Send someone else. Lord, this is too much for me. And so I'm going to go. And say that I can do this. I will not do this. Occasional help is fine. But if God has given you something to do. Hold on to it. Because that is for God to bless you. That is for God to bless you. Esau sold his birthright. It's okay. If we must be hungry. For some time. But losing our birthright. Will be gone for good. That's something given by God to us. Don't compromise when it comes to what God has called you to do. If it's taken away from you, then it won't come to you because it'll be gone to someone else. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. It's a prophetic word that God has given. Something that I did not read or I did not think about or I didn't know that this is how God is going to speak. But this is how God is speaking for this month of February. In everything, give thanks to God, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly unto God. And in every situation, know that the God who has called you and given you a job, given you a role, given you whatever it is for you to accomplish, will reward you. While you do that which God has called you to do. When you do that, you will be blessed in the process. You'll be tremendously blessed in the process. In your spirit, in your soul, in your body, in your mind. Never take anything lightly. Whatever God has called you to do. Never think that this is too small. Never think that, oh, this is too big. If I do that, then that is that is something that I'll be rewarded. And this is so small. I will not know. Whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever God has called you to do, do it cheerfully, do it wholeheartedly, do it without complaining, and do it unto God. In this month of February, God wants to break this cursed pattern of complaining, cursed pattern of letting the spirit of discontentment in your life. God wants to break this cursed pattern of Looking at the blessing as if it's a curse. God wants to break that pattern. God wants to break that pattern. God wants to bless you. When that pattern is broken. And you fulfill that which God has called you to. In the process, you'll be tremendously blessed. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. In moments like these, I sing out a song. I sing out a love song to Jesus. In moments like these, I lift up my voice, I lift up my voice to my King. Singing, I love you, Lord. Singing, I love you, Lord. Singing, I love you, Lord. I love you. There's a prophecy God is giving for this month of February. Whatever is oppressing you, whatever is overpowering you at the moment, whatever is trying to keep you down, the spirit of the Lord says, if you make room for God, and if you fully believe in the sovereign power of the almighty God, if you believe that God is over your oppressor, if you believe that God is over the oppressor's oppression, if you fully believe that God is the Lord, and do that which God has told you this day, and the Lord says, God will give you power over the oppressor. As God made Moses as God to Pharaoh, God will give you power over the oppressor, says the Lord of hosts. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Whatever is currently pulling you down, whatever is currently oppressing you and trying to oppress you, whatever is at the moment trying to overtake you god says if you believe in the sovereign power of the almighty god and do that which god has called you to do just as he had spoken this day then god says he will give you power over the oppressor and the oppressor's oppression says the lord of Hosts. thank you father thank you father thank you father Father. Thank you, Father. And God will do mighty signs and wonders. God will do mighty things in your life if you live a life of faith and not of fear. You will see great and mighty things in your life if you live a life of faith and not of fear, like how Moses did. And God will not only deliver you, God will. Cause you to be a deliverer. To all those who are oppressed. Including those. Who are stiff-necked. God is speaking at this hour. God is speaking at this hour. God is speaking at this hour. Don't be weak-minded. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of His might. Don't be weak-minded be strong in the lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of god resist the devil by submitting to god god says he will drive out the enemy before your very own eyes god will cause you to be above and your enemy to be under your feet this is the voice of the Holy Spirit that is coming to this house of God during this season, says the Lord of hosts. And all those who are sincere in their commitment to God, all those who are sincere in their walk with God, all those who have genuine faith, faith to fulfill the purposes of God so that God's glory may descend. God says to such people, God will give power. He'll make them as God over their enemies. Hallelujah. He'll make them as God over their enemies. And you'll be above and not beneath. You'll be the head and not the tail. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for this. Glorious month of February. Thank you, Lord, for the second month in this 2023. You have spoken many things concerning this month and beyond. And I thank you, Lord, for being so gracious to us, for pronouncing your blessings upon us. We thank you, Lord, for being so gracious to us, for speaking to us giving us your word, your words of life, your instructions so that we may not forfeit that which you have for us, so we may not give into any kind of deception the enemy brings to rob the blessings of God God has for us. We praise your Father for your presence that is here with us. I pray that you will Continue to be with your people that, uh, the same presence of God that is here this night. Be with them as they rest or do whatever they need to do, Father. As you serve and I bless each and every single one who's on the call. And I bless this month of February for them, Father, in Jesus' name. Each and every single one here, Lord, may walk in the victory that you have provided for them by truly believing that you, that which you have promised that which you have given to them from the cross of calvary that we can do all things through christ who strengthens us that they may do whatever you have called them to do joyfully without complaining wholeheartedly as unto you and receive everything that you have for them father thank you lord i praise you in jesus name i pray amen May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Jesus.